Welcome back, everyone, to You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void, Episode 7. Yes, yes I honestly don't know. <laughs> um, I put in my notes, I put end of episode, which all I'd have to add is the number we're on there to never be confused. <laughs> That's However, way too much work. I haven't done it. We're not going to do it moving forward. Uh, Joe, I think you handled the recap last time. Brian, I know you listened to, you re-listened to the episode. Um, so why don't you give us a breakdown, which in your, in your words said, I think we regressed the story somehow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so. it, it, we literally, here, I, I can sum it up right here. <laughs> so, oh, is that backwards? I, I can't. I, can't I just can't read it. Oh, it just says blurry. nothing happened. This, is, this oh. is a podcast. <laughs> it just says nothing happened. Uh, so, <laughs> literally, we uh, Geneva, Geneva, um, called us all. We had a meeting. Um, we went and talked to Guy Lyle, trying to get information about um, <laughs> how to infiltrate this power plant that we're supposed to be going to next. Guy Lyle. Guy Lyle, which I must say, on the spot. Pretty good name. That was definitely good name. Guy Lyle's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely uh, useless in terms of giving us information. So then we made our way over to the uh, so what the Nolan Void, right? Uh, the Black uh, Void or Market. Or the Black Void Market or whatever with uh, Gertie, where we had uh, some meaningful conversation, Mortimer and Gertie, about Tilly. Um, Jimmy stood awkwardly in the back and refused to answer questions. And June took the lead in trying to ask how to infiltrate where Gertie provided some amount of uh, information. We bought literally nothing. We left there. Mortimer went to bed and June and Jimmy are going to have a pokey battle. All of the last like five minutes where I've been talking could have probably been skipped and we could have just been on our way to the next mission. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. also you went to bed at like 9 a.m. I woke up at 5 a.m. <laughs> All right. I woke up at 5. All right. I'm old. I get so up early. So you awake for four hours. Afternoon, afternoon, afternoon yeah, nap. Yeah, totally. I, I, I usually, I get up at 8 to go to work, take a nap at lunchtime. Yeah, Jimmy and June also got new Pokemon, which is what we're battling. Yeah, that's irrelevant yeah. to me. I didn't get one, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, we Joe, didn't really get any tips. <laughs> None. Um, busting down this power plant. <laughs> We're not busting it down. We're just supposed to go and look. For what it's worth, because I was thinking about it quite a bit, um, there was definitely some worthwhile information that Gertie told you. For example, how how she would approach situations, which is not try and blend in, but put herself in the highest position amongst the people she's with. Um you know, something else I was thinking about, Jimmy, you still have the Dusty Dugnut badge. Like, That's fucking true. take that with you. You know, stuff like that. Like, there was relevant pieces of information. You just refused to acknowledge any of it. <laughs> and then just beat a dead horse into a direction that you knew I couldn't go. So here we are. You guys are battling for some unknown reason. Um, Training. So June and uh, her Machop, which you named what? Calvin or something, and then like uh, embarrassingly had to change it. No, I ch I chose Randy for Macho Machop Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, but what was it originally? Yeah, was it? Yeah, I don't know because remember we all made fun of you. you. Were like, oh, that's cool, Steve. I don't know. I don't know what a Calvin. I like that actually. I'll, I'll put it put in the time. tank. Um, yeah. And then Jimmy with uh, your new Gothita named Trish. Um, <laughs> So right. here we go. Roll initiative. That's where we'll start. Let's do Ayo. it. 
That is a 15 for June. I got a 15 plus my modifier, which is three. So 18. You win. You win. Uh, so, uh, Trish. So, I mean, I'm completely out of this interaction. So I'm going to let you guys roll, narrate, do whatever you want. And I'll just step in when I need to. So describe your attacks, do all that shit. Uh, tens. Jimmy with Trish, you're on the button. Take it away. We should we should put their turns on a chess clock and give them each like two minutes total time. <laughs> I've 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 got a good eye on how much time this can take. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. Well, I send out Gothita, Trish. All right, Gothita. Well, how do we? <laughs> so here's something I just thought of. When 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 we started this off. They uh, gave us, like, a piece of paper with our Pokemon's moves on it, and that's the only way we knew. <laughs> yeah, you don't know so, anybody. No, it has to do with the watches are. now. It has to do with the watches now. The watch is like your decks, your kind of computer. That's where all the information is stored and kind of gives you the heads up on it. So I know Correct. her moves Once, are. once okay. your ball has a Pokemon in it, synced to the watch, and everything's squared away with you personally, you're kind of, like, equipped with that info. So if okay. that wasn't said, I'm glad you brought it up. We'll level set it again. That's where we're at. So you know your moves, all that stuff. Okay. All right, Gothra. Let's try. Let me just make sure I'm not fucking. Wait, is fake tears a bonus move? <laughs> well, no, this no, no, is why no, we're no. this is why we're training. Well, no, listen. <laughs> You fake an opponent out with superficial tears lowering their defenses. When activating this move, a target must make a wisdom saving throw against your move DC. On a failure, all attack rolls against the target are given a plus five bonus until the end of your next turn. Correct. Got it. I'm going to use confusion. (laughs) Ballin! Five. That will miss. What happens? You rolled a two? Yeah. Beautiful. I sure did. That, well, she uh, puts her hands on the sides of her temples like so, and uh, the whole room kind of shimmers as she does some psychic power, and then nothing happens to the Machop. <laughs> this, this blast of psychic energy just rushes towards Machop's face, and he just very quickly turns his head to the side, and June yells out, ah, she scrolls through her watch, let's not waste any time. Low kick him, and Machop just Naruto runs forward. Just the black background's kind of flashing behind him, and he slides at the last second to attempt a low kick at the Gothada's legs. And that is a 15. Uh, I'm sorry, 17. Right. Oh, that's for sure. Oh, she has a pretty high AC, but that does hit. Okay, that is going to do uh, six fighting type damage. So is that without cutting it in half. Right, so, so three. Three, three. three damage. Okay. Sweet, so Machap just kind of sweeps her under the legs. Gothada staggers but does not fall. Yeah, she kind of, and she kind of like, she's still got her hands on her on her temples, and she sort of, there's almost like a force, uh, sort of like a, he hits and it sort of bounces back from her, um, and it just, it doesn't do as much damage as he expected it to. Um, which, uh, which Jimmy takes notice of and uh, gets him starting to think, even though, because we don't really know about type advantages. And he's like, uh, all right, Gothita, let's let's try it again. Confusion. Fucking hey, That's an eight. That'll miss. <laughs> okay. 
Same shit. She's still, she's still just standing there, radiating psychic waves out into the world and uh, not hitting anyone. Nobody's feeling any effects. She's just kind of straining, straining really hard mentally, but nothing is happening. Minichop is just like jumping side to side, avoiding these waves, limboing out of the way. And June just yells to Jimmy, have a little, have a little trouble there, uh, Jimmy. Can't take the heat. I mean, she looks fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing great. (laughs) Randy just comes right back in for another low kick. And that is a natural 20. That will hit. Okay. Fucking <laughs> sweet. So you're going to take... Oh, okay. Uh, two things happen. First, you take the damage. So that's six plus two, eight plus... That's ten. So five fighting damage. Okay. And you are you flinch for the next turn because I rolled a natural 20. Oh, good. This is going very well. All right. You're up. I flinch. Right? No, no, no. Flinch, flinch in the system is a little bit different. You get disadvantage on any attack roll. Oh, fun. And All half right. speed. Well, let's let's try another confusion then. That is a 17. And another 8. That'll miss. <laughs> this is going really well. <laughs> I'm rolling hot tonight. This bodes well for the mission. June is getting confident. She kind of takes a few steps forward. Keep it keep at him, Machop. Take him out. Another another low kick. That this time is a nine. Miss. So Machop runs forward um, with confidence and swings his leg, but just misses as Gothita kind of bounce back, bounces back with that psychic power. All right, power. we're in it. Let's do it. Give him a confusion. That is an 11. That will miss. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden. Oh, here we go. Beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. Oh, shit. Your all's watches go off. And Geneva's voice echoes over the watch. And she goes, I forgot to give you something earlier. Meet me back in front of the Black Void Market and just just cuts out. All right, hold wow, up. Hold up just there, Randy. When I, uh, <laughs> just when I had her against the ropes. All right, Gothita, you did great. Um, obviously, we won. <laughs> Everyone can see that. He, you got hit, barely took any damage. Machop was clearly on the ropes. Let's get out of here. And we stroll out of the room. And June just says, whatever makes you feel better, Jimmy, as Machop rushes back and gives her a wicked high five and follows behind. She's not going to, after that victorious performance, she's going to keep him out of the ball for a bit. Uh, can I Can I go to the Pokemon Healy <laughs> place now? <laughs> uh, so you guys don't have access to it yet. Badass. Perfect. Um, Badass. But... You know, Geneva took care of your Pokemon last time, so... Yep. Um, cool. I'll head down to where, uh, wherever she just told us to go. So, uh, the Black Void Market. So, you guys go down to G2, I guess. Uh, uh, Morty, you're going to make your way there as well. Uh, yes. Assuming your watch yep. goes off and wakes you up. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a light sleeper. Mortimer's a light sleeper. It's good. He's there. She, uh, G- Geneva's there, and you guys, uh, you guys kind of form her. She's off to the side of the entrance. And uh, once you guys all circle up, she's she's just like kind of a little like just like like releases a sigh, and uh, she says, "Listen, I wasn't my best earlier. I apologize. I'm just got a little worked up. 
you know, for you guys did did well for for given the information you had, and um, you know, we get another chance to make it right. Um, I'm going to go over the mission again, make sure that, you know, we dot all the I's, cross the T's this time. So I'll run, th- uh, run through that with you again. And uh, here's, your, here's your pay for your first mission. And she hands you each a stack of 500 po yen. Um, and Did I we need already eight- get paid? I'm sorry? Did we start with 500 po yen? You were yeah. given, when you joined in, you were given 500. Okay, okay. So, so you should be at 1,000-ish. Yeah. Um, and I want you all, as you grab the stacks of Poyen, to make uh, roll a knowledge and a perception check. Add those numbers together and let me know what you get. So investigation uh, plus... Or excuse me. Uh, no, invest- intelligence plus... Yeah, intelligence plus wisdom. I'm going to give myself a solid three on the wisdom check. Oh, damn. 17 plus 23 is 40. Even my intelligence plus two. Badass. I got a 10. What did Mortimer get? Mortimer. 31. Okay. So. 10? So. <laughs> yep. Yep. It didn't go great. It didn't go great. <laughs> June, June it hits you like a lightning bolt. And Morty, you kind of come to the realization. Um, and this is obviously a silent realization within your head. You'll have to, you know, Morty just grabs the, or uh, Jimmy just grabs the money and shoves it in his pocket. Um, but June and Morty, you notice the face on the dollar looks frighteningly similar to what Max looks like, the kid. Like the face is an older version of Max. You know what I mean? Like you can, yeah. you're, mm-hmm. you're picking mm-hmm. up a familial kind of vibe from it. G- uh, Geneva, this, I didn't realize this before. You just handed this, but we were trying to describe Max just this morning when you had asked about it. This is what he kind of look like this isn't max but this is there's some connection here do you know anything about that and she looks at it and she goes well that's uh that's his name's felix felix avarice who's the founder of avarice industries it's kind of (laughs) kind of the that's a good name the uh, how, how do I want to word this? Um, Avarice Industries is what's responsible for all that you like, all that we see around you. It's kind of tied into it. It's kind of uh, what started it all. Like started the the technological infusion throughout the throughout the world. That's it. Kind of started off Avarice. That's who that is. So we have. He's like the CEO of a company, but his his picture is on the money. Uh. Like he is, he was like he's. This is bygones. Like this is like the first. We'll say, think of like George Washington, right? Like he was a president, but he's not the president now. He was a president. Um, Think of that. Oh, he was a politician before he was. He's probably he's probably dead. Company guy. No. So So Felix, it was the CEO of this company. I'm just saying. Think of it as he was the CEO. He's not the current CEO. He's in the past. He's a person okay, of the okay. past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he is like a he's not like a, the president. Correct. He he was he was never a president or a politician. Right, 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 right. Okay, we're on the same page. Sorry, I was confused. I'm good. But this isn't him. This isn't Max. It's not Max, it's his dad or something. Dad or something. Geneva, does the name does the name Max ring a bell? Is it is he related at all to this Avarice Industries? The name Max does not that doesn't ring true with me at all. I've taken the notes down. 
I brought it to Kano's. There, we have people looking into it. Um, but knowing that he looks like this helps more than you know just the description you guys were able to give me. I'm definitely, definitely gonna pass that along. That's that's very worrisome. The people that were the researchers, the ones that we had to take the electromagnetic radar from, were they with Avarice too? Well, the the symbol on those Pokeballs was like the government symbol. Um, so it's, it was, what's bizarre to me is why were government folks doing this at the food, uh, at Dunright Foods? That's the link we're trying to piece together. Like how much influence and how far into the daily lives of people has the government truly inserted itself? Like we know what we see, but we don't think, we didn't think it would be relevant to like food, for example. So these, these are all, I think we're seeing a spider web kind of form around the th our daily lives and cutting through it, cutting through that web is going to be, seems like it's going to be increasingly more difficult. And this Max character, if it has anything to do with the Avarice family, that's bad. That's bad for us. Because avarice, in our minds, effectively equals government. And if they knew you guys were there somehow, and this he was the one to cut you guys off, that's that's something we need to to, to look into and keep in our back pocket. Because that is not good for us. Because we always thought we were operating in the shadows, and we knew of them; they didn't know of us. But this might be a sign that that's not true anymore. She kind of grunts and shoves the po yen into her pocket. Uh, just giving him like an eyebrow raise, really confused about why Max might have looked like this guy on the money. But uh, so she's kind of like shaking a little bit, and she's thinking, and again pulls out her notebook and makes jots a couple more notes. And she goes, "Guys, uh, again, real quick, your mission for tomorrow, reconnaissance mission. You know, try and go in, try and go out. The closest we can get you." without interrupting airspace or being picked up on Pokemon is dropping you on the edge of uh, Cerulean City. So that's where we're going to drop you off. You're going to head east along Route 9. You're going to reach Hydro Town, which is kind of like a shanty town. From there, you just go south, and that's where the power plant is. And remind me exactly what we're trying to figure out. I'm, I'm, I mean, <laughs> we we don't really know, I'm, right? We're I'm supposed getting to... there, Jimmy. Let, let me let me give you the best best information I've got for you, and uh, we'll try and delineate from there. So, based on the intel, there's a large power source that is being transferred to this plant from Johto, from the Johto power plant. We need you to find out what that power source is, and if possible, stop its implementation. We want you to take the reconnaissance approach and avoid conflict if possible. Um, you, we do have a Team Void member on the inside that sh should be a part of this uh, transferring of the power source. However, we can't compromise them because of how far they've infiltrated into the government themselves and into, into the energy sector of the government. And we can't give up that valuable resource uh, or that individual. So they might be there to bail you out, but at no, at, under no uh, circumstance are you to out them as a Team Void member or in cahoots with you. That's what we've right. got. That's what right. we've got. We won't let you down this time, Geneva. Geneva, like, slaps a hand on your shoulder. She goes, I 
genuinely appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she, uh, she again, you know, I apologize again for my attitude earlier. Uh, you know, this is something I'm incredibly passionate about. And I, 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 all the things you have experienced is incredibly worrisome to us as an organization and what we're trying to accomplish. And it seems like our road ahead has just gotten a little bit harder. Um, so with that, she says, uh, you know, finish preparing, take a nap, uh, get what you need to together. We leave at uh, 0300 and I'll meet you down. Uh, meet, meet me on the elevator and we'll go down together to get you guys situated on your Pokemon to fly out. All right. She slaps, slaps Jimmy on the back, and uh, she's walking back towards the elevator. Hey, wait. Question. Question. Uh, Geneva hits the brakes and shoots a look over her shoulder. We were uh, playing around, doing a little play fighting, a little training fighting. You know how, you know, Pokemon, we do fights with them. <laughs> um, got a couple scrapes and bruises on my Gothita. Anyway, we got time to heal her up before we leave at 0300, which I believe is a long time from now. Correct. So you're correct in the time assumption. Geneva doesn't say that. She goes, uh, yeah, yeah, no problem at all. Um, just return Gothita to your Pokeball, and I'll, I'll take it, and I'll have it back to you when we're getting ready to go. Jimmy does that. She takes it, um, and this is out of character just as a DM. Joe, do you want her to take a Machop to restore the PP of the like low kick and stuff? She kind of looks down at uh, Randy, and Randy um, looks a little weary, but she says, what do you think, buddy? You want to go take a break? You did good back there. And he nods, and he kind of shrugs his shoulders and just trots off after her. And June tosses Geneva the Pokeball. Uh, she catches it, returns Machop, and she goes, uh, I'll, see, I'll see you guys uh, in, the, in the middle of the night, and we're going to get rocking and rolling. And she hops on the elevator and goes, um... Side note, again, I wanted to bring you guys back to the Black Void Market. I know last time you are kind of on a knowledge thing, but you guys do have some more money now. Uh, so if you wanted to purchase items, Gertie is in there ready to sell them to you. You should have access to that uh, Google Sheet I sent out uh, with all the submitted items and things like that. It should be uh, pinned in the Discord. So you guys can take a look at that if you want. Where? In what part of the Discord? Uh, so in the Discord, you meet in a tavern. Go to uh, the content season two. Are we in the market right now? You're, you're next to it. I'm allowing you. Like Geneva left. You guys are back to your own devices until you uh, until you guys tell me it's 0300 and you guys are ready to actually go. All right. Well, so Jimmy goes into the black market and he's looking at the thing on the wall. And uh, what's remind me of the shopkeep's name? Gertie. Gertie, Gertie, let me ask you something. Hello. I s- <laughs> God, no. yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. I, hello. Uh, we, we spoke before. Uh, I'm Jimmy. I have a question. I'm looking at your sheet here. Um, and there's all these berries which are talking about types uh, and immunities and things like that. What a, what is is there uh are there are there any reference materials so that I as a character can understand uh what it, what it means for there to be say I mean I understand what a fire type attack is but what a dark type attack is a psychic type attack what's that, what does that mean for us you've been around the she, block she 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 doesn't say anything she just just taps her own watch and she goes that's the best tool you've got. 
So use it as like your Pokedex that you have on your phone. You can dig uh, to some level some of that information out. Is, is there like a type chart in our watch? For the sake of argument, what we can say there's a list of the different types. Okay. Okay. Like there's a reason you were only using confusion against Machop, right? Like we have to do like <laughs> me, me the person, uh yes, correct. But Jimmy does not know that fighting is bad against psychic. Although, I guess he noticed that the low kick the watch sorts it out, context clues. Um you know, we'll we'll say the watch provides some of that base level information for you guys to make intelligent battling choices. Okay. So you guys can go ahead if you want. I'm just looking through the list. I am as well. Mortimer is going to buy him some guard specs for okay, now, for Rick. I did Gastly. notice this on. Uh, there's two guard specs on this sheet. Oh, there is. There's one at the bottom. That's the one. And I there's want. one from my manual. Oh, I just saw the choice. What does the one from the manual do? So the one in the manual uh, prevents like you can't be frozen. You can't be paralyzed you can't be whatever is there do you have like an assault vest or a guard vest or anything on your list Mm, no okay i'm gonna call it just a guard vest then is what it's gonna be oh no i need i need the one i'm going to buy the one at the bottom i need them to be specs of some sort well the guard specs (laughs) the guard specs in the game are not spectacles if that's what you're thinking they are it doesn't matter that's what i need it to be wait is what we're talking about that there's two different guard yeah, so there's two. So, so I, just make the one I, at the I was just trying to make one up that like is a simple AC boost. Yes. And in my mind, I was just like guard specs, whatever, because there's choice specs above it, so I just used that. But gotcha. I'm I'm changing it to guard vest. <laughs> no, I need it. Ha- it needs to be specs. I agree that it should be. Uh, it um, needs to be spectacles. Tr- guard. Trust so- me. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I'm learning that we are view only on this uh, spreadsheet, so I cannot uh, change <laughs> vest to spectacles. Ooh, ca- ca- call um, like okay. A, so um, we need another another word for spectacles. Nope, I've got it. O- ocular blockers. So I updated them. They're just called blue blockers. Uh, that's what I'm buying. I am <laughs> buying those for, oh, for that's Rick awesome. Gastly. I also buy a pair for Timber. Are there multiple pairs of guard specs? Or, or blue blockers? We'll say they're pretty run. They're pretty. I don't want to say run of the mill, but if you all want to buy a pair of those, yes, you can. We will look ridiculous. Well, June's not do buying I want any that. Of that. No, I don't want that. I decide against it. I might buy a couple potions, but that's it. Okay, so like two potions. June, June buys two potions for six hundred pokey. Box of jelly donuts. So we'll, the box of jelly donuts is strictly better than the potion, and there's more than one of it. You, they, <laughs> they, they can't be used in battle. That's true. They can't be used in battle. That is to note. And also, that price should probably be honestly higher. I changed the price of the jelly donuts to five hundred. I'll still buy them. Expensive ass donuts. Okay, tens. Is that all you're getting? Is that all Jimmy is buying? Yeah, I'm gonna hang on to my money. Besides that, okay. Um, so just a quick, uh, rundown again, Morty has bought the blue, ba- blue blockers, uh, to give Rick Gasly plus one AC. Uh, Jimmy has bought a box of Jellyfield donuts. Um, and that was submitted by professor Herb. And then June has just bought two potions. So, um, Morty's also going to buy two battle deleters. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> she she literally just hands you a large bottle, an unlabeled bottle with clear liquid and a rag. <laughs> she, she just goes, you put some of this on the rag and hold it over your Pokemon's face. It, it was submitted by Team Finch. Got to buy it. And it was, uh, yeah, submitted by Team Finch. <laughs> Team Finch. So that's what the battle deleter is. It's chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I, so I think the, so we finish up the black market and, you know, futz around for the rest of the day, grab a few beers, eat some lunch, enjoy it, get some rest. You guys want to do anything else before 3 a.m.? Morty probably takes a couple more naps. No, I, I skipped my afternoon nap knowing that I've got to go to sleep earlier because we're getting up at 3, not 5. Oh, there you go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven. This is Joe, your June. Hope you're enjoying listening so far. I uh, just want to give a special, special shout out to our $10 or more patrons, our master trainers on patreon.com. These people donate financially to the show and get a little shout out here. So thank you so much. Jonathan Zeman, Andre K, Jello Crew, Kurt Nolan, Tarkin Davis, Darth Nate, No Comis. Holly Roxana, Rockin' R's Woodshop, Strive for Honor, Max Bender, Mary DeMao, oh man, I royally fucked that up, Caitlin Harvey, Loam Rouse, James Wallingford, Garrett Johnson, Joey Balboa, Fumbles O'Brien, Spoopy Fondue, 8-Bit Wizard, Sam J.O. Melton, Jason Cumberland, Team Finch, Charles Hollow, Chris Nelson, Adam Hoffling, Mark Deacon, Matthew Watson, Ravery E. Alice, Brandon Galbraith, Super Average Jason, Michelle Stevens, Brendan Endicott, Grant Trickle, Liquor Locker, Jace Harper and Sierra Clark. Thank you all so, so, so much for your donations to the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. And I just bought myself uh, a new laptop to be able to do some faster editing and producing. So I'm really excited uh, about that. And thank you to to all those who donated, donated financially to make that happen. So I'm excited to push out episodes faster with a with a better processor and, and better video and all that stuff for our patrons that get our video episodes. So Thank you so much. Um, that is it from me. Real quick mid-roll here. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Well, uh, at uh, uh, three, like we'll say five till three. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> Meet you in the elevator, and and she's when you guys hop on the elevator on G three out of your quarters. Uh, Geneva's already there. Um, hands uh, June Jimmy hands your pokeballs back to you. Said they're in good shape now. Presses G six, scans her watch, presses G six, and down you go to kind of that basement where all the Pokemon stables are. Um, she leads you out. Uh, leads you out of the elevator um, and kind of leads you off to uh, an area to the left which kind of just has like a beam of uh, of a moonlight shining through it which kind of looks like it's a straight shot up so instead of like the ramp that you guys took with the dodrios um, it looks like it's just kind of a tunnel for uh, flight Pokemon to just make a, a straight up exit to kind of fly out 
And um, exciting. Uh, as you uh, as you guys walk over to to this area, um, uh, a, a young lady with just kind of like close cropped brown hair, um, like a leather pilot's cap, goggles, leather jacket, fur lined, like essentially just a, like a spitting image of Amelia Earhart. I was just thinking that. <laughs> um, and she's got, you know, she's got those like small little like thick or the, the small little leather kind of uh, racing gloves on. And she weighs you over and um, she, she kind of lures out with just these small reins. Uh, three white and light blue uh, huge uh, throat sacked bird Pokemon with just like an enormous throat sack, kind of like a dumpy body, but pretty large, powerful wings. All, all of all three of your watches kind of light up at the same time as you kind of train them on these three birds. Pelipper. Pelipper is a flying transporter that carries small Pokemon, people, eggs, and other things. I'm making this up because it doesn't say people, but I need it to say people. <laughs> this Pokemon builds its nest on steep cliffs facing the sea. And then it like shuts down. Um, the the like Team Void aerialist kind of hands the reins to each individual, just does like a two-finger salute to Geneva. And she uh, walks over and kind of rips on a lever, and you just hear like the, the top of where the moonlight's kind of, that glass where the moonlight's coming through just kind of, just kind of folds open. And um, Geneva like helps you, uh, helps you mount the, mount, mount the pelipers. And without much of uh, much of anything else, she just says, "Remember to avoid conflict. And if you need me, buzz me on the watch. Good luck." And she slaps the side of Morty's Pelipper, and it just rips straight up, up out this tunnel. <laughs> and and all the other two kind of fall in suit and uh, take flight towards. June just yells down, "Is this safe?" And uh, you can just kind of see Geneva waving and laughing as uh, she's enjoying the the. Like the pale, gaunt look you guys have on your faces. You guys just tore off into the sky on these bird-like Pokemon. So we're riding them. We're not in their mouths. No, you're you're physically on it. In their mouth is kind of like a a a bar with a um, a leash or a the reins. reins, And you guys are flying over. Um, As you guys peel north from Pallet Town, flying over a six-lane highway, connecting the shopping metropolis of Celadon City and Fuchsia City. After a while, you see the incredibly bright lights and tall towers of Kanto's capital, Saffron City. The tallest building with a brightly lit sign, Avarice Industries. So in my mind, I kind of pictured it as like, like the Stark building. Mm-hmm. So it's just a super tall building and it just has kind of that Avarice Industries uh, on the top. Soon the bluish hue and smog and bustling nightlife of Saffron is left behind and the Pelippers turn further north towards the intended destination of Cerulean City. What was once known as the Floral Lagoon City, with clear blue waters touching its northern edge, the salty sea air filling your lungs, is a gray, sad town with a lifeless chill. The ocean has retreated and skeletons of boats lay along the former shore as a ship graveyard. Smack in the middle, uh, smack in the middle of Celadon City is a 12-floor, a, a 12-floor corporate building with the words Cerulean Hydro across the front and a massive massive billboard on top of it. On that billboard, a caricatured lightning bolt with wide eyes and a wide smile in the middle of a dance proudly claiming Cerulean Hydro, Kanto's most affordable and readily, readily available source of power. 
Looking down, you see rows and rows of residences with their porch lights on, very few stores cutting up between the repetitive rectangular houses closely patterned together, resembling lined-up dominoes before the cascade. Slowly, the Pelippers bank down, uh, downwards and to the, to the right, bringing you to an abandoned plot where a building used to stand nearest the path of Route 9. Can, can we, like, perception check if we see it? Because we're looking for stuff. Can we perception check to see if we see anything interesting as we fly over the plant? Oh, so you guys didn't fly over the plant. I thought you... No, we oh, just we see didn't. it. We see it in the distance. Yeah. Kind of, like, far in the distance? You don't. You don't see the plant at all. We just seen the tower. You haven't seen. Oh, we didn't see the plant at all. This is just like uh, uh, just a corporate building in the middle of Cerulean City, is where it is with that billboard on top. It's just a billboard for the plant. Okay. As we land, Mortimer hops down off his Pelipper and he he looks down at his watch. He goes, beep 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 beep. (laughs) Geneva. Yeah, uh, yeah. It kind of sounds like she's a little drowsy. Maybe she was nodding. Geneva. Geneva. We landed. Just wanted to let you know that we made it here safely and to make sure that these things uh, would still work. Like, the line just cuts out and she doesn't respond and Pelipper, the Pelipper you just hopped off, just choom, just back in the air, just like the Dodrios. Like, it's very well trained, knows exactly what it's what it's uh, supposed to be doing and it takes back off. Uh, June releases Aaron kind of to the side, uh, checks him, he kind of looks up at her, <clears throat> still a little, little weary from... Uh, getting knocked out a few days ago, a couple days ago, I guess. Um, and she looks to the boys and she says, all right, so she said, Geneva said, correct me if I'm wrong here, she said, head east down Route 9 to Hydrotown, right? That, that, that is exactly what she said. Sounds right. Well, let's, let's get after it. So as, as you hop let's on your Pelipper, your Pelipper's gone. Jimmy, I assume you follow suit. Yep. Um, I will. I mean, it's going to be a very base level kind of perception check, if you don't mind, everybody. I just need somebody to pass pass it. Seven. Okay. Uh, Twelve. Okay. Six. Sixteen. All right. So, uh, Jimmy and June, you quite easily see. You're kind of in the rubble of a building uh, that kind of has some statues uh, that are kind of um, broken down. You can't really tell what they were. You can just kind of see like the carved granite blocks. Um, But as you look kind of past the rubble you're in, um, where you would anticipate kind of the exit of the city to be uh, down this Route 9, is just this very tall, broken and busted wood fencing that's incredibly tall, 20, 30 feet high. And uh, quite simply, there's just an armed guard standing, uh, standing kind of in the gateway of, or the pathway of that old wood fence uh, to the route that you are supposed to take, or that you believe you you should be taking. And he does not see us, correct? Correct, no. Jimmy starts dusting off his dusty Dugnut ID, <laughs> and he does that visibly so everybody sees. And he's like, guys, I think we know what we have to do. I uh, I think that we put June in charge. Uh, June, what, <laughs> what do you think that we should do? June kind of lowers down to the ground and says, this... Seems to be Jimmy's forte. I'm a, I'm kind of sad to say it, but I think he takes point here. Okay. So what? How far are we from the guard? Uh, I mean, an easily walkable distance. Whatever. <laughs> we'll say a hundred yards. Like it's irrelevant. If you want to do Eddie? something in concealment right now, you can. Like he's, he doesn't see you. You're good. But he's gonna see us walking up. At at some at some point he will. Right now you're completely fine. <laughs> 
All right. I'll, I'm going to do a perception roll to see how quickly he sees you all come up on him. So if that's I, your strategy. I quick, quick brainstorm. Uh, we could go with the dusting nut, duck nut thing or or you could be one of the Avernus relatives coming to surprise inspect the plant. One of the what? One of the Avernus family members. You know, the name on the that big a- tower up there. Avernus. A- Avernus. 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 <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I mean, this schmuck probably won't know who uh, a Dusty Dugnut is, but, you know. Can you do an investigation check to check out his uniform, see if it's what group he's a part of? Yeah, is he military? I mean, yeah, do, do the investigation check. I get a 12. I got a 14. Okay, so um, those are both kind of the same. I was going to, for the full description, I kind of in my mind penned a 15. So what I'll say is it looks very familiar familiar to the same garb that the guard was wearing that uh, Morty tried to scare with Ghastly before it ran away, before he ran away. Govern. You, you can't tell if it's a specific department or group, but that's what you see. Perfect. All right, here's the plan. Here's what I think the plan is. Morty, get Gasly out. He can go like into stuff. Have him like hide in the ground or in a rock or something. He's back up. We're going to talk our way past this guy. And if things go south, he's going to be there you know, with a lick or something. He'll be there, to, he'll be there to spook him. Just to, <laughs> spook just to say, yep. just to say, to clarify, we said semi-permeable things with Gasly. Uh, the ground and a rock, I wouldn't qualify, <laughs> uh, quantify as that. But the like the fence, that tall fence, it's kind of like an old wood fence, kind of slatted. I would say he can permeate through the fence. Just okay. for description purposes. All right. Well, Morty, you send Gasly to creep. And we'll just we just walk up, confident as can be. That's the plan. Okay. And you guys have your Pokemon out for this? I uh, no, I... no hidden. No, yeah. June June definitely returns. Aaron, she says sorry, bud. We'll we'll take you back out in a second. Okay. Actually, hold on. I they're they're not hidden. I display the Pokeballs prominently on my belt. Interesting. Rick uh, Rick pops out of Morty's pocket and then just kind of goes flying off. Uh, kind of. You know, making his way over around behind the guard without being seen. Okay, so so the ghastly permeates through the fence and is like behind, and is like on the other side of the fence. Is that correct? Yes. All right, let's go. Okay. Let's walk up. So you have the pokeballs prominently, like on your belt. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. June, do you have yep. the same thing? No Pokemon out, just pokeballs. In no, the absolutely not. She's behind Jimmy, so doesn't see him flash his pokeballs. Just kind of following behind. Okay. For now, staying silent. Always with her hand around a Pokeball in her pocket. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so Jimmy strolls up confidently to the guard. Uh, doesn't even look behind him. Assumes uh, June and Morty are behind him. Okay. I'm going to do a... Uh, so as you as you walk up, um, I'm not going to do a perception roll. We're going to say you get within 15 yards and the guard kind of like snaps over. Um, but I'm going to do uh, an investigation to see if he sees the Pokeballs, what his reaction to that is. Okay, so natural 20. So he <laughs> he sees the Pokeballs, but like he um, he sees the Pokeballs and notices that something is wrong with them. Like he's seen a Pokeball before, so that's not what's giving him pause. It's that they don't look like the ones that he's seen before. 
So, okay. so his grip. Well, I don't know that. Right. So, so, so he sees you and he goes, he just shouts over and his grip kind of tightens around, um, around the, the firearm that he's holding. He goes, you guys shouldn't be this close to the fence. It's the middle of the night. Uh, okay. Well, Jimmy pulls out the, uh, Dusty Dugnut ID, holds it up high so that he can see he's holding an ID, keeps walking, doesn't slow down. And he says, we're military police. Nothing to worry about. Uh, give me a, I guess that would be deception, please. 22. Okay. So, uh, that, that works. He's like, oh, uh, oh. And, the, and he kind of looks at his watch. He goes, oh, I, I, we weren't expecting a round of, uh, of inspectors this late. I thought you guys were coming at, at 10 a.m. Um, so he kind of like rears back a little bit. He still has a pretty big grip on, uh, a pretty strong grip on the gun, um, not lifting it towards you. Uh, but he goes, I've, I, I, I normally the inspector doesn't, uh, carry Pokeballs, but those don't look like the ones I thought I've even seen before. Um, are, is that new? Jimmy, Jimmy puts his hands up in a conciliatory gesture and he's like, son, it's a special inspection. Nothing to worry about. We do these off hours so that, uh, you know, you guys can't prepare. Still nothing to worry about. Totally routine. Uh, we do carry Pokemon for protection. They're government issue. Nothing for you to worry about. We'll be on our way. He goes, huh? And just strolls past him. Uh, he kind of moves over and you just, you just, uh, you hear him mumble. Like, I, I could have sworn the ones I've seen before are red. And you're kind of getting the idea that he might be speaking to like that blood red color that the scientist Pokeballs were. So like he's, he's, he, he's, he's confused. Those just don't jive. And as you guys are, um, walking past him, he kind of lets you through reluctantly. He's a little confused. Um, he shouts out, uh, shouts after you. Uh, and he goes, uh, is the is the inspector still showing up at ten? Uh, Jimmy turns around and he says, uh, "Yeah, the, the the regularly scheduled inspection will come too. Uh, this is, as I said, a special inspection. Uh, shouldn't be anything for you to worry about. Uh, you'll be they'll be along for the regular inspection later today as well." Uh, and he kind of waves. Bye. June, 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 like interrupts real quick. Says, and it, he probably doesn't know about us. We were from a separate division. We're inspecting something totally different. Uh, if you ask that guy about who came earlier, I chances are he's gonna, not going to have any idea uh, what uh, who Jimmy, we are. Jimmy, Jimmy kind of gives uh, June a subtle elbow in the ribs. Like we're past him. Let's go. We're just going. <laughs> uh, June, you, you you don't get to free roll off of Jimmy's deception. <laughs> Uh, so June, go and give me a deception. Ooh, I got a plus plus two in that. That's not bad. Uh, seven. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let me. Let's just see how smart this guy is. Okay, I rolled a thirteen uh, plus one. So uh, he, he goes. What then? Wait, what division are you in? Like, I, I have to catalog every every inspection group that comes through. June elbows Jimmy right back in the ribs. <laughs> uh, but we are in the uh, what's where are we going? Power plant. Uh, we're in the uh, energy sector, special investigations division. You probably haven't heard of us. As I said, we're a secret division. Uh, we do surprise inspections. The whole point is that you don't know we're coming. If you knew we were coming, it would defeat the whole purpose. 
So he's like, huh, they really made you take the long way around then. And he just kind of shrugs. He goes, I'll make sure the investigation crew, the, uh, the inspection crew that comes at 10 knows you guys are here. And he marks down the words you just told him, the, the group you're in and everything. And uh, he just kind of waves over his shoulder and turns back to look to the town. Totally fine. We'll see you later. And he grabs June and just pulls her <laughs> along with him. June is about to say something else, but shuts up as she is pulled from Jimmy. Um, so Mortimer just kind of follows along and he starts whistling and Rick just comes uh, flying up by his side behind okay. him. Um, so <clears throat> you the, this kind of this asphalt kind of pathway out uh, kind of slowly turns to a dirt road. Um, and as you're walking along uh, these kind of uh, like fence po- fence posts with, you know, some barbed wire going between them kind of sprout up on each side. And you just kind of see more green space than you guys ever remember seeing in your lives, just kind of expanding on both sides. Um, and almost on that queue uh, to your right hand side, you see kind of like an old faded sign uh, that just says Moo Milk Mile. Like, welcome to Moo Milk Mile. And it's like degraded, faded. Uh, it's, it hasn't been touched up in decades. As you continue down this dirt path, you start just hearing these moo, like mooing noises. And you look to your left and to your right. And give me a, give me a perception check. Eight. Nine. Natural 20. Okay, nice. so Jimmy, your your gut reaction is to kind of uh, kind of train your watch on kind of the noise you hear. Like you're like, that's that's an unnatural noise, something I haven't heard before. You actually train your watch on uh, on that noise that you hear. And it promptly fires off. Milk tank gives over five gallons of milk on a daily basis. It's sweet milk is enjoyed by children and grown-ups alike. People who can't drink milk turn into yogurt and eat it instead. Uh, so we're in a big, like, basically Route 9, all this green space. Oh, June doesn't see that, so scratch that. Everything. No, I but you, you, would, you would definitely <laughs> hear his watch go off. I would hear his watch. That sounds like a cow. Are, 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 there, are there cows in the Pokemon universe? Or is it just mill tanks? You, you'll say you. We'll say we'll say there's cows. There's some level of cows. Um, d- doesn't really matter for the context of this. But uh, Jimmy, since you rolled so high, even like even if it was a, a, a moo to Jimmy, uh, excuse me, even if it was a moo to Morty and June, you noticed a difference, and you're like, that's not what a cow should sound like. So from the description, it sounds like it might be a cow, but your watch went off, so you also know it's a Pokemon. So that's what the red flag is there. So we know cows exist, but you are just told... So cows do exist. Independently yes. of mill tanks. Correct. There's like regular animals in this world. Yeah, I think we talked about that at okay. the beginning of the campaign. <laughs> we're, that's right, because we were talking about birds and shit. Right, 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 right. Yep, okay, got it. On the same page. Well, Jimmy points out to the squad, Hey, these are Pokemon. Cows. They're like... Cows, but they're Pokemon. June, June kind of looks around and she's just like calculating like cows, green space. She's like, what is up with this place? We flew in and it looked like nothing but waste and deadlines. I, uh, I don't know what these, these cow things are that you all are talking about, but I think that we should uh, continue on and try and uh, achieve our objective. We don't really want to um, fail. Well, not we didn't fail last time, but we don't want to be unsuccessful 
um, again. So, like, we could search out this um, milk, milk, whatever, uh, milk, ha- milk tank, um, but I think we should just kind of continue on to our objective. And I mean, more to your right, I'm just pointing out that this is this is totally different than what we flew in on. That's all I'm saying. Bunch of green space cows. I mean, I've I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. I don't know about you. I I worked in a mine my whole life, um, so no. Um, but I don't I I don't think we should get distracted here. I think we probably should try and get distracted at our destination. All right. Well, let's keep going. Okay, so you guys continue down the path. It's still pretty uh, pretty dark, um, but the sun, since you're actually walking east, the sun kind of starts coming up in the morning. And as uh, the sun rises higher and higher into the sky, we'll say it's about 6 a.m. now. So it's just starting to beam through. Uh, uh, yeah, 6 a.m. That sounds about right. Uh, starting to beam through. You start seeing a couple cows like that you guys have maybe seen in a book or on TV or something like that. Um, but peppered in are these kind of bipedal looking cows that are much larger, much more powerful. And, um, could you all give me a perception check first? That's a four. Okay. An 11. Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. So June, you start taking a, you notice on these mill tanks, um, there's these silver bands uh, like metal bands that are going around their necks. Um, and in the middle of uh, the band, kind of uh, in their throat in the front, is a, a red orb. Um, give me an investigation or knowledge check, which, uh, whichever one you want. A natural 20. Okay, so you look, and your in- initial reaction is, that's, that's a, um, a security device. Like, that's there to to uh, limit uh, limit the power of this Pokemon. You know it's a Pokemon now, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like a mm-hmm. dampener to it. Um, so you just, you notice... Domesticate it, maybe? You you don't know the, quite the details, but you know that it seems restricted. It's, it, uh, it's dampening it. It's maybe doing something to it. Um, but it's definitely a negative. Do I see this on any of the other cows? The normal domesticated cows do not have these. It's just the bipedal mill tanks that are trudging around. Yeah, just I quickly just point that out to the group. Says there's something going on here with those Pokemon. Look at that thing around their necks. Jimmy says, "Huh, that is interesting." Oh, keep, and we keep put, walking. Keep, keep that up in the brain case. <laughs> you, Think about it later. You tread forward for maybe another hour or so the moo milk mile completely deceptive it's more than a mile you guys are just (laughs) still motoring Um, but you as the sun is a little bit clearer and a little bit higher in the sky we'll say 8 a.m um you kind of come along uh, a farmhouse or a house that's kind of along the road um and that's that's a farmhouse is to your left the you know it has just a short walkway from uh the broken spot in the fence to the front door um, and as, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you guys are, you kind of see that in the distance. It's to your left. Do we see anything like further off in the distance or is that like, we're just straight road and greenery, uh, just the farmhouse blocking the way. So, so the farmhouse isn't blocking the way. It's not in the way it's on to, it's just to the left-hand side inside the fence line. 
Okay. Um, in the hazy, you kind of see a hazy distance. Uh, in the haze in the distance, um, kind of like the heat haze, is just uh, up in the air are just two kind of like, uh, you just kind of see the top half of a pillar with like a blue orb on it as like as well and there's like two of them kind of looks like one's on each side of the road but that's again pretty pretty far in the distance is there anything about the farmhouse which is interesting looking is it just a house just a farmhouse it, uh, yeah it's just a, like the the thing that's interesting about it is you haven't seen any other sign of somewhere where a person would be besides this farmhouse like the city we're going to Correct. Like this is this is just kind of a one off first, first thing that looks like oh a house like that's for humans. It has nothing to do with this farmland that we're seeing. That's the that's what's special about it. That's what's giving you. That's kind of what your initial thought are thoughts thoughts about it is. Pretty innocuous, other words. Well, what do you guys think? I um well obviously that we could um, stop and try and uh, maybe see if the person inside this farmhouse, if there is a person, uh, has some fresh coffee going, take off our boots, put our feet up. Um, or um, we could continue, but like the person, in, if there's people in there, there might be some information that we could gather. That's true. Um, I, I'm going to defer to June. My my only concern, Morty, is uh, this whole route was guarded. So I don't know if they're part of this, if they maybe are just being protected. I, I mean, they might know more information about the city power plant up ahead. I mean, I, like there's got to be people here to like milk these cows and take care of these um, poke, poke milk tanks, milk tanks. I I mean. Somebody has to be here taking care of these, and it's it's not that god where we came in, so... Well, Morty, I think out of the three of us, you probably have the prettiest face. The most loving, <laughs> kind-looking face. Why don't you go up there, knock on the door, see what's up, I don't. we'll, we'll I just lay low. I don't know if we should do that. I don't think we should do that. Jimmy objects to this I, plan. Um, Jimmy, uh, your objection is noted, however, for this mission, June is... In charge, and Mortimer just—that <laughs> is what you keep saying, uh, which I never agreed to. Good luck. We're gonna get caught. So Mortimer, as you get closer to the farmhouse, you notice kind of above the the walkway is just a sign, kind of uh, you know, kind of in a crescent above it, and it I'm says. Gonna, before you continue, I'm gonna remind you that Mortimer can't read. So he does not know what it says. <laughs> so, so I'm just. Well, you see a sign with letters. Uh, yes. Uh, for those of you that for those of you that can read, it says Amarillo uh, Amarillo Farm. And kind of as you get closer, just all of a sudden from around the back of the house, you see this younger kind of uh, dark complected uh, man riding up on a a Pokemon that is kind of like a horse, uh, but is it like in your first mind you're like is that a horse it's not a horse it's got uh kind of these black and white stripes on it and he's got this big big like grass straw like sun hat and he peels up he peels up and he goes howdy you <laughs> you don't look like you're supposed to be here i uh, well me and my friends here we're just uh passing through making our way to the city um so I was just wondering maybe if you had like uh, some coffee or something somewhere where we could rest. We've been walking a long time. You're curious, fella. I do got coffee, but 
I mean, I, if you got past the guard, you should probably be here. And he just hops off and, um, uh, Brian, your, uh, Mortimer's watch goes off. Um, as you kind of cue in the, the Pokemon he was just on. Blitzel. When thunderclouds cover the sky, it will appear. It can catch lightning with its mane and store the electricity. But he, he just hops off of it and he kind of swings like the little half gate open. He goes, come on in. And he just smacks the shit out of your back. <laughs> um, and it just, it just walks you into the house. As, as they're walking in, you know, I, uh, my, my name's Mortimer. What's your name? I've never seen a, a Blitzel before. That thing's, that thing's amazing. Where'd you get that? Yeah, well, uh, you know, around here at Amarillo Farm, it's just, just me and a couple other people from my family. Everybody calls me yellow. Kind of like a varmint yellow, but like it's more endearing than that. And he just kind of shrugs like, Blitzel, all my family has a Blitzel. Everybody has that. And he just kind of looks around. He goes, did you notice the, the cows that are on the on oh, their back feet? I I <laughs> was in awe. Those are, I, I was confused. Like, what's, um, I saw that little thing around the neck. Um, what's that for? Like, why, what does that do? So I'm going to pause on that. Uh, have, has June and Jimmy followed up? So as of right now, Yellow doesn't J- know Jimmy, there's other Jimmy people. Jimmy just, to- Jimmy just I rolled did, I did his say eyes. me and my compatriots when I wrote, when oh, I started. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't So hear we're that. not all inside? No. So as far as I'm concerned, he pointed, so I didn't catch him say compatriots. He pointed over your shoulder. He like registered you all. Didn't really seem to care that you guys were there. Like if you guys want to come in, it doesn't seem hostile. He's just like, ah, and he like acknowledges you, but he slaps Morty on the back and he's walking in with him. So you guys yeah, are Jim, to follow Jimmy, if you want. Jimmy loudly sighs to June, gives her a meaningful look, and then goes inside. June is already walking up to the door <laughs> okay. by the time Jimmy looks. So as he's kind of like closing the door behind Morty, June, that's kind of when your foot kind of hits the hits the frame and kind of keeps like, oh, sat and join us, <laughs> did you? And he swings the door open. <laughs> And he goes and he starts making coffee and he goes, now Mortimer, let me tell you about those collars. Those collars keep the mill tanks from going all crazy or having me and my family who know quite a bit about farming Pokemon, how to use them against all the inspectors that come through. They're kind of like a cataloging thing. Keeps them from being able to do any of the cool stuff. You know, like, if you know what a Pokemon is, like Blitzel, he used to be able to shoot lightning back in the day, my parents tell me. But now, I just kind of ride him around because he doesn't do anything else. Can't make milk out of him unless you play that weird game with his uh, tube sauces down there. It's not the kind of milk you want to drink. And he's just making coffee. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're just, like, sticker shock at how just kind of matter-of-factly he is at all this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, June kind of takes it. A- Takes a cup of coffee gingerly and just looks at him. I didn't catch your name. We were outside. Uh, what did you say your name was? Everyone calls me Yella, but not like a varmint Yella. Mike, it's like an endearing Yella, you know? And he just, he pours Morty a cup <laughs> of coffee and hang, hands Morty a, a cup of coffee. A varmint Yella? What? what? <laughs> uh, anyway, she takes a sip of coffee. Uh, uh, Yella, um... I can't help but notice, you know, we are government inspectors. We do have Pokemon. Um, <laughs> he just looks at you right at you. And Jimmy says, Jimmy says, power plant inspectors. He looks power right at plant you. Inspectors. Goes, no, you're not. <laughs> but he could care less. <laughs> like he just, he's like, that is wrong on its face. 
it's fucking incorrect. And he just keeps, he doesn't give a shit. He just Mortimer keeps just starts kind of like looking at June like, mm, well, kinda, okay, forget mm. I said that, but I can't help but notice that you have Pokemon. How'd you get a, how'd you get a hand on Pokemon? They're, they're super rare. The Amarilla family, we've had, we've had Pokemon as long as I can remember. We produce all the milk and wool here for all of Canton. My whole family runs this farm. And technically, the Pokemon aren't really ours. But, you know, it's kind of in our lineage. So they let us just, let's just say the government tasks us to do something we used to be able to freely do before. Is that why they're guarding you? Yeah, I mean, Pokemon aren't a surprise to me, but you can woo, imagine what would happen if those Pokemon got out in Cerulean City or anywhere else. I, uh, well, Ayala, um, like I said, me and my compatriots, we're just making our way to the power plant. Um, you know about how far it is from here? Can you tell me anything about it? Like, I, I, I'm just, I can't really see it. They just said, you know, kind of follow the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're going to keep going down the, the way you've been going. Go towards the sun. Go towards the sun. You're going to see two big pillars. They have these blue, fancy, shiny things on top. Go across the bridge, and then you'll get into Hydrotown. I, I don't go there. That They tell me to stay away. I got plenty of farmland. I'll venture out here. Go to Hydrotown, and then just south of Hydrotown is the power plant. Jimmy leans forward and gives him a little wink, and he says, "Well, can I can I ask you uh, if we were headed on that route you just said? Is there is there uh, anything or anyone uh, good upstanding government inspectors such as ourselves needed to be aware of? You're not a government inspector. <laughs> no, you, you That's why I winked. That's why I winked. Yeah, I Did you see me that, wink? Spin that yarn, with me boy. And he goes, "Well, uh, now Hydrotown." Hydrotown, a lot of people don't know that, don't know this. I know this because I'm right next to it. Hydrotown, that's uh, where they put the the rascals of the community. It's it's a it's a, it's a it's a prisoners' work camp is where what it is. It's a prisoners' work camp, and uh, quite frankly, they put them to work in a power plant. <laughs> <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to get mixed up with those kind of characters. I got the government on my ass too much as it is. The fact that me and my, my family are the only ones that really get to handle Pokemon. I mean, they're glorified animals at this point, but it's still kind of cool. But I, I, don't, I don't need to venture over there. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak straight with you, all right? Shoot. You seem like a... Yellow, you seem like a really nice fella. I'll just be honest. Yeah. I'm gonna like winking a gun. <laughs> you like Pokemon, right? You love Pokemon. You love what they do. I, they will love what they can do for you. I like farming. I like farming. <laughs> With Pokemon, right? Yeah. Like if Pokemon weren't here, how would you get by? Uh I've never never really thought about that. Honestly. I mean, my family's been running this the running this operation out of the farm for decades and decades, maybe even thousands of years. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that my family has always been allowed to use the Pokemon for farming. Make all the wool and milk a canto. Jim, uh, I, 
guys, I think maybe we should just, um, you know, thank Yella for um, providing us with some good time, some uh, some time to rest, and uh, some good conversation, and maybe uh, continue our way to the power plant. Maybe we'll we can stop back by and and see Yella on the way on our way back out. So is that out loud? So does Yellow hear you say that to them? Yeah. Okay. So Yellow goes, oh, well, I mean, one second. You guys know a lot about Pokemon? You guys got Pokemon? Why, of course. We're we're power plant expectors with the government. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy every, t- every, t- every time June spills a little tea, uh, Jimmy just rubs the bridge of his nose. Uh, <laughs> after Jimmy spilled the whole cup. So you guys got Pokemon? That's cool. And that's that's where he leaves that. He doesn't go. He doesn't go into DD. He's just. He's clearly just like pinging back and forth based on conversation. Um, if you guys want to do an insight check, you can. You know, see. Was I would love to do an okay. insight check. Yeah. I want to see how trustworthy this guy is because June was about to tell him some stuff. Uh, that's uh, Jimmy rolls a fourteen. Okay. Uh, twenty one. Okay, Morty. Do you want to roll? No, Morty trusts him wholeheartedly. Okay, he, he brought um, us into his home, shared a, shared a drink with us. Totally trustworthy. Um, Jimmy, you get this feeling uh, not as strongly as June, but Yellow is one hundred percent above board. He doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about what yeah. you guys are doing. He guys, he's like, he knows that you guys are inspectors is a fucking sham. Like he doesn't care. Uh, he's kind of just like happy to see new people. That's like clearly not with the government is kind of like the vibe you get. Nothing nefarious about him asking about your Pokemon. Like he, again, he's just having a good time conversing a 100% above board is the feeling you're getting from yellow. So as they like turn to leave, June's going to turn back to yellow and say, Hey, yellow, thank you. Thanks for the company. Appreciate the coffee. Uh, you didn't see us. We're, you know, special inspectors. No one's supposed to know we're here. Um, you got Jimmy, any, Jimmy uh, rolls his eyes. <laughs> gives it, it, gives, it gives Yellow a little shrug, like this guy, you know, this girl pointing, you know. And June is constantly looking back to Jimmy to like, like this glare that's like, "Am I doing all right? I'm really trying here." <laughs> and uh, she says, "Yellow, you got any? Of the, you know, you look like you really, really run a great ship here. You got any of that milk? Maybe we can, uh, you know, take a little sample. You, sh- you know, tell people on our way what you're all about. Get just more business." Uh, I can get you some milk. That's no problem. However, can't really have people finding out what what the what the government has us doing here. The whole Pokemon thing's a big no no. <laughs> and he like elbows you like let's keep. He's like let's let's not say anything about that now. Oh no 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 normal cow stuff. We totally understand. <laughs> totally understand. Good. We got to keep our Pokemon stuff on under wraps as well. You know what I mean? Jimmy, I'm a I'm a cow cat myself. I totally know what you're saying. So I know Moo Milk has a stat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what what is that, Joe? Do you know? It's yeah, a pretty I can look potent. It up real quick potion if i'm not it's pretty good it's like it's yeah hang on let me let me look at it restores 50 hp okay. the price on it is 1200 po yen holy moly normally. okay so i'm gonna say he gives you like one milk jug of moo moo milk which at your discretion you can give it half to a pokemon for 25 or okay. half or, or the full thing for 50 and he hands that to june Tw- 25 what? 25 hp it's HP? just a flat. It's not you don't roll dice or anything. It's just a flat oh. amount. So if you give the whole thing to your Pokemon, it'll restore the fifty. If you give half, it'll restore twenty five. 
Perfect. Um, so he hands that to June. Uh, he kind of reaches into his fridge, uh, and it has like, you know, yellow's secret stuff on it, kind of like Michael Jordan's like <laughs> water bottle from Space Jam. <laughs> and he hands that to which yellow secret stuff is just obviously like he's like, yeah, it's funny, <laughs> and he hands it to you, <laughs> and then he goes, uh, now nah, you be nice and you share this with the with this hip little looking gentleman here. And um, he, he kind of starts ushering you guys out. And, he, and he's like, now, nah, if you guys don't hurry up, that the inspector for the 10 a.m. should be pulling up any minute now. And uh, he's here to catalog, do his daily catalog of all the Pokemon. And I don't care that you're here, but he might. So he's... He, Yella, Yella. She stops him for a second. Yella, could you do us a real good favor? Real big favor? What was that? Could you, could you stall him as much as you possibly can? Oh, I think I can do that. And he just has like a shit-eating <laughs> grin that's not popping across his mouth. And he kind of like looks and goes, oh, today is, oh yeah, Kevin's coming through today. I can get Kevin. And he ushers you, he, uh, June, he ushers you out and he kind of like pushing Jimmy uh, and Morty, you're kind of, he's kind of like it seemingly intentionally lines you out this way. And after Jimmy walks out, he closes the door and he goes, Marty, I got something for you. And he, he leads you back further into the house. He kind of goes through past, past the bedroom, past the restroom, kind of out the back door. And it's kind of this pen, um, like an animal pen. And he points over to the corner and he goes, Now nah, that's that one there is not a farm of Pokemon. I can't do anything with it. And when they come and catalog it, you know, them government motherfuckers are going to take it. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you could do something with it, you're more than welcome to. I, uh, and, and he's like, I don't know. I think he could you might carry it out of here. I don't. He's just like, I fuck, I don't know. He's like, I don't know how you're gonna leave with it, but I, I, I what, what is it? I, 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 I don't know. So you train your watch on it. Yep. And when the watch goes off, you just hear yell and go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Nose pass. Nose Pass's magnetic nose is always pointed to the north. If two of these Pokemon meet, they cannot turn their faces to each other when they are close because their magnetic noses repel one another. And he goes, yellows him. That watch just tell a story. <laughs> I, uh, um, it's really more of just uh, information. Um, whenever I see a new Pokemon, uh, it tells me what it is. And kind of a little bit about it. It's it's really amazing. I've never had anything like it. Just got it, uh, you know, not too long ago. I'm going to have to get me one of them. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get me one of them. Morty kind of looks at Yella and kind of gets excited. He starts uh, slowly walking up to this nose pass. <laughs> As... As he approaches it, is it like moving or anything? Is it just kind of li literally just sitting? It's just still? kind of in the corner, just putting around. Like it sees you, and it's just again not not hostile or anything. It's just like meep, 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 just kind of puttering around. Um, yeah, yeah. So Morty's gonna walk up to it and boop it on the nose. Boop. Uh, it's a big nose with with, yeah. the, with the Pokeball or just like no. with your finger? With my nose. Oh, with your Eskimo kisses. <laughs> okay, it like closes its <laughs> eyes and kind of like pops up and goes kind of like it's like a shrill, like a a, a shrill of excitement. Just me, like that's it. <laughs> like, like Swedish chef. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's not like a hurt bird. It's more like a beaker. Right, it's more right. like a beaker. Beaker. Beakers. Who I was thinking of. 
all right. Um, I, I'll give you a name at some point. It's going to have to be very creative because uh, for our band. Um, but I'm going to take you with me and keep you safe. And I, I just kind of like start tapping him with the little the Pokeball. Uh, it kind of goes like tink tink, and then on the, like the third shot, you actually hit this kind of like center orb that just like cracks open and it, it pulls in, and it like like when the uh, nose pass gets sucked into the Pokeball, the Pokeball itself kind of pops out of your hand and is laying on the ground, and it starts shaking like, and then you see uh, your kind of your watch light up, and it uh, it registers nose pass into your Pokedex, and. Yellow is just floored. He is like, what is all that stuff? He's just <laughs> completely blown away by whatever he just saw. And you now have a level one nose pass. However, your uh, your CR rating isn't high enough to actually be able to successfully use it. Okay. But this. you have a very friendly, docile nose pass. And I will allow you to choose its nature. But it's a very nice, uh, amicable Pokemon. Very unlike Gothita, who is a little angry at uh, at uh, Jimmy. It's just got a very friendly demeanor. It's just kind of happy to be here. Um, <laughs> we are, we're going to go with cheerful. Okay. Yellow looks down at his watching games. You need to get out of here. And he like ushers you back through your house, kind of shoves you out the front door. He uh, follows you out, closes and locks the door behind him. He jumps on the Blitzel that's still up front where he hopped down and he leaps the fence and he kind of like tips his straw cap at you guys as he's racing towards a figure you see walking up in the distance. So what you assume to be that inspector is walking towards and he's taking off to go cut off Kevin, the inspector. So June turns to the other two real quick. He's like, all right, we're, we are late to the game. We spent way too much time with Yella. Let's get going. I, um, Jimmy says, all right, I agree. Let's double time. You're, it. you're right, but it was totally worth it. I got, I got a nose pass. I don't know what that is. It's a you Pokemon. Can on the way. He, that sounds great. It's that amazing. Great. Let's talk about, let's, let's walk and talk. Let's walk and talk. Now, now <laughs> we want to walk and talk and, and be all about the mission. I got all something right, Mario, super go. cool. I wanted to walk past the farmhouse. I'm glad we went. But we got to go. We got to go. Also, can I just tell you guys, Jimmy is walking as he says this. June, we will talk about a little something called operational security later. <laughs> However, can we also talk about, we're going to a fucking prison? 